0: Well, well, well. Good evening, good people. How are you out there? This is Dwayne. It is 11.49 p.m. here on the East Coast. This beautiful day that we encountered here on the East Coast. I hope that this finds you well-blessed and in your right mind with all your faculties and Even if you happen to be somewhere and listening to this podcast and going through something, I hope that some of these words may uplift you in some way, shape, or form. I want to thank you for choosing to subscribe to this podcast. I also want to thank my sponsors. Thank you so very much for believing in the content of this podcast. So many things going on in our world today. So many things. Now, I could talk a little bit about what's going on politically in the world. But sometimes I'm trying to stay out of the political realm. There was a time when I thought about going into political science. In high school, I was always voted class president and things like that. And I really thought that I was going to go into politics. I was always spending time around the mayor my four years in high school and around the superintendent and always at school board meetings and things like that. So I really thought I was going to study political science, but I did not. So could say a whole lot about the goings on this week, but I digress. I want to take a few moments and. I just want to talk about manhood. And so many people have so many definitions about this word, manhood. When does it truly begin? What do you do as a man in the 21st century? The 21st century man is completely different. 21st century woman completely different a few times in the podcast I believe that I have spoken about this thing manhood manhood going into even fatherhood and being a husband and how things have drastically changed in the family structure and Sometimes it's a little baffling to me what the actual uh, divorce rate is in this country. I'm not quite sure where it's at now. Uh, But I do know that it's pretty high. sometimes we wonder why it is so I'm going to read something the marriage rate in the US is currently 6.8 per 1000 total population the divorce rate in the US is 3.2 per 1000 of the population and as of 2014 within the 44 states in DC this is known as the crude divorce rate. Not very sure that that was really clear. Wasn't quite what I was looking for. But I do know that the divorce rate has been well over 50% in this country for long time (laughs) and I often wonder what role each person actually plays in um, in that Ah, so here we go almost 50% of all marriages in the United States will end in divorce or separation researchers estimate that 41% of all first marriages end in divorce let me read it again almost 50% percent zero, of all marriages in the United States will end in divorce or separation Researchers estimate that 41% of all first marriages end in divorce. That's a heavy number. 50%. Why so high? Mm, I really don't know. I kind of wish that I had all the answers to all of these questions that I ask, but honestly, I do not. So, if you're looking for the answer, guess what? I don't have it. But, again, I want to get back to manhood. And manhood going into being a husband and a father. Now, it's important for me to go back. So many people go between creation and evolution and which one was it which one really matters which one is the one that's really real so to speak right and the way that i was raised and again i never try to step on anyone's shoes or toes or try to influence anyone in any way shape or form i only can talk about my own experience so i will say that from what i was taught I was taught, maybe some of you have heard this, that the heavens were created, the heavens and the earth, rather, were created by God the Father. And God the Father took dust and dirt and created the male man. Now, the male man was built first. This is what I was taught. And subsequently what I do believe. And I know that evolution is completely different than creation. So within that, one of the first things that the God, the creator gave to man once he made man from the dirt. Is that he had placed him in the garden. And when he placed them in the garden, it said that the garden was a beautiful place. It was a peaceful place. It was a place where that man actually communed and talked with God on a daily basis about everything. And in that, the first thing that the creator gave man was work. And I've talked about this in other podcasts, but I just specifically want to deal with a little bit of this and if you have a man in your life a boy a young boy a man who may be struggling with some things I hope that you would pass this podcast on to them food for thought if you will and again now these words are uh, written in stone that I say it's just to provoke thought so within that The man was placed in the garden, but the first thing that he was given was work. You see, God had created the heavens and the earth and and the seas and the fish and uh, the birds. And man was created to dominate on the earth, not to dominate other men or women, but to dominate these other things that were here. Meaning you know the birds and the animals and all these other things and within that again because the garden was already there there was no one to tend the garden so when the man was built created so to speak forgive me when the man was created he was created and placed in the garden and then given work work. And the word work means to become, really. So many men, what is your work? Your work is when you are becoming whom you really are. And a lot of men struggle with this because we are, quote unquote, defined by our work. And it's important that At a young age, you really can grasp whole of what that is. It doesn't mean a job. There's a difference between your work and a job. And I've talked about this many, many times before. See, we're all born with a gift. A seed, if you will. We're all seed. All of us. Whether we believe it or not, we are. And we're planted here to be cultivated and fertilized and and grow and produce something all of us but men specifically all the seed givers that's really what you are and you are a seed giver and you are a giver of good seed you are and you have to know that about yourself man that that's what you are the male man you are a seed giver and Within that, you know that, let's just say, I I really enjoy gardening. There's no way that I can expect my garden to just be a garden without going out and doing some work cultivating it. Because guess what? The weeds are going to grow. The weeds are going to grow. They just are. And I try my best to take care of it, but the weeds come. So you have to take care of it, right? And somebody said, what is the difference between uh, a garden and a forest? And the answer is simply order. Right? So, again, when the man was created, then placed in the garden, the first thing that he gave, man, was work. Work. Dr. Miles Monroe, who is a brilliant was, excuse me, a brilliant, brilliant orator and teacher. He was a mentor to me and he didn't even know he was. (laughs) But this brilliant man used to often say, you know, God didn't give Adam a chair. He gave him a tree. Right? Just think about it. So, the first thing that the creator gave Man was work. And that word work means to become, to become, to become something, to become yourself. Show me what that thing is you've got built deep down inside of you, rearing to come out. So, men, you have to know that you cannot be defined by anything else other than your work. It is very important to a man, and for a lot of women, I want you to listen to this and know that a man is not validated through you, because there's no woman that can validate a man. And a lot of men get this confused, and they think, oh, if I'm with a pretty woman who's got this, 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 and this, then that validates me. And in fact, it really does not. And a lot of men simply seek validation only by being with women and therefore dropping their seed in 9 or 10 different women and having 9 or 10 different babies all around the country and they don't even know them. You know, it's... It's a sad situation. But honestly, a lot of men have just not been taught how to be a man, myself included. No one actually sat and talked to me about what the definition of manhood is. So again, I believe in creation and the first thing that the creator gave to man was work. Now, woman doesn't show up until chapter two, right? And the woman was formed from the man. The woman didn't come from the dirt the way the man did. See, only one man came from the dirt and that was the male man. Now, Woman is man as well, but she is in the female form of man, right? And we're part spirit and part dirt. That's all of us, right? But again, this is what I was taught is that the woman was created as a helpmeet and taken part from the man's rib. Again, never mean to offend anyone. This is just what I believe. And God formed the woman. He created the man, but he formed the woman. And he saw that it was not good for a man to be alone and made him a helpmeet. Did not mean that she was not anything other than that. She was a helpmeet. And woman was also created to work. Adam was doing a lot of work and he said it's not good that this man be alone so let me create a helper for him now usually when you get a helper when I ask for help I want somebody just as strong or stronger than me when I know I have to move a table or when I know I got this thing I'm up against or you know sometimes some of us live in places where we have mortgages that are very very high right (laughs) and you got a husband and a wife team or you know today uh you know you have uh you know, same-sex couples, whatever it is, you know, you, you've got to have help. And when you have help, sometimes you want help that's just as strong as you are stronger. And the woman was formed from the man, but it does not mean that the woman is weaker in any way, shape, or form, because she's not. In many instances, a woman is probably a little bit stronger than a dude <laughs> in uh, some mental capacities. But anyway, I di- digress from that. Again, I want to get back to the man. So the man was given all of this stuff in the beginning. The man was given all of these commands and all these things to keep. And when he did all this in communing with the Father, whom the Creator, he was given specific instruction. And in that, now, a lot of, even biblically, you know, they talk about the male being the head of the home. And I wanted to come from a di- bit of a different angle. And I think I've talked about this before when, you know, man was created as really the foundation more than the head. Because like anything else, if you don't have a good foundation, then nothing will stand. A house divided against itself will not stand, right? So you've got to have a strong foundation. No matter what. And the foundation, whether, you know, people may not think it, but, you know, the male man is the foundation of the family. Because the male is the seed giver. Now, a lot of people don't like that, but that's just fact. You cannot procreate without the male seed. And that's how this thing keeps going here on this planet. Right? I don't know. Maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> I just say this is what I was taught. This is not law. This is what I was taught. This is what I believe. And again, I don't mean to offend anyone. So, all that said, that's the creation side of it. So, let's now get into this whole thing here. Now, in 1942. I believe it was World War II. After World War II, or during World War II, this is when some things really, really, really started to switch around. And uh, when the men were away at war, you see the roles were pretty much defined before these wars really happened. Now, when I say roles, and a lot of people get upset and they go, "Why are you talking about roles?" Da, da, da. Right? But I need, this all needs to be in context. Okay. So there were traditional roles and there was nothing wrong with a traditional role. And the traditional role was that the man provided for the family. And back in the day, the woman... Um, Was the caretaker was the person that actually took care of the children and the roles were defined and no one really had a problem with the roles being defined that way he was the breadwinner she was the homemaker and she took care of the children and it seemed that the divorce rate was not very high back then because there was no question on whom's role was which Now, when the war happened and all that, and a lot of husbands went away, work still needed to be done. So, within all of that, the woman then had to go into the workplace. And was doing the work that the men were once doing before they went away to war. So, then when the man comes back... The man is like, hey, where's my wife, right? Oh. Now your wife has your job, dude. Right? So now you're not the breadwinner. Now you have issues. Where's my wife? My wife's at work. She's making more money than me. Where's my role gone? So what is my role? I'm talking right after World War Two, about... 1942 or so. This is when things really, really started to shift and change. And a lot of women did not need to depend so-called on a man. Right? Because they could go to the workplace to earn what they needed to earn to be able to provide for themselves. And the men, some of the men were unemployed when they came back because the women didn't again have their jobs. So the roles began to switch. And then you have all of this tension that probably comes up in the home. Because the man, whom is defined by his work, now can't find work. Now can't find the job. So what does he do? He begins to do what some men do when they don't fully use all of their capacity. Some men give up. Some men abuse. Some men... Use their strength. A lot of people talk about domestic violence and things. And really a lot of domestic violence because the man is very frustrated. And I'm not condoning anything when it comes to that. So do not get my words twisted at all. Wrong is wrong. But when these roles got reversed, the man lost his role. And a lot of men in the 21st century some just don't know their role because it used to be, hey, when you bring home you know the bacon, you know, uh, you know, hey, this is my role, right? But nowadays the woman is the CEO. She owns the refrigerator, she owns the pig, she brings home the bacon and the pig, right? She's got two cars, she owns them, she owns the house and everything else. And then what does the man do? The man feels not like a man because he can't do what he traditionally used to do, right? So he struggles, he gets frustrated. In his frustration, all he has left is his strength. So some men latch out that way, lash out that way, as far as that is concerned. And that is from the frustration. And if you ask some men about their anger and about their frustration when it comes to this. Some of them may be honest and tell you that they're frustrated because the roles have switched. And a lot of women are raised now to say that they don't need no man. I don't need no man. I'm an independent, strong woman. I don't need no man in my life. I can pay my own bills, you know. Get my own hair did. Get my own nails done. Right? So it's. It's a little tough for some men in the 21st century. But I don't want to, again, offend anyone. But I just wanted to talk about this because it's important because so many men just don't know whom they are and you get lost, you know, and I'm a part of that, you know. It wasn't, again, that I was taught about manhood, how to actually govern yourself in a home how to actually you know provide for your family at all costs how to nurture and love and give and and be on the back burner and be okay with it not be the head of the family but be the foundation of the family there's something about it So the change of manhood, hmm? the change of manhood, what are the new 21st century requirements for manhood? Uh, this is an article that I came across and this was sponsored by youwriters.net uh, and uh, I'll read a little bit of it for you. It says a few decades ago, men were considered to be providers and protectors today A lot of discussions are centered around gender equality. Nowadays, women around the world are fighting fiercely to make sure their rights are respected. It may seem that the traditional notion of male is dying out as women today have equal career opportunities and are able to provide for family and their interests and are not limited to creating a cozy home for their husbands. Even more, the amount of stay-at-home dads has significantly increased as women are pursuing their careers and even military fields that are available to them nowadays. Today, more women are earning higher salaries and can afford to be pickier while choosing a partner and often ladies are the initiators of divorce. Still, sexism is present in everyday acts like catcalling, inappropriate jokes at the office and many more. Nowadays, women make up the majority of college and grad school students. While not all men are fans of continuing education and read books in their spare time, Areas in science and technology traditionally considered to be men's domains now belong to women. But universities are open for women and men should catch up in order not to be left behind. It is vital for men to become better and stronger to prove their ability to remain protectors. Improving skills, setting and achieving goals being masculine. This is what is expected from men. Expectations are getting higher and students should do their best to be successful in universities in order to have better career prospects. Now this is possible with reliable writing services and and provides outstanding academic uh, papers on time, you know, written by experts in English and Speaking writers, affordable prices, strict adherence to deadlines, as well as many other requirements. Completely confidential professional customer support team and what is making their custom writing service the lead in this market. So I'm going to skip down a little bit. So now we're going to go into what they talk about in this article about the man's role in the family. The man's role in the family. Up until this century, men's and women's roles were fairly well defined. This is what I was talking about earlier, but this is now a specific article that I'm reading to you. Up until this century, men's and women's roles were fairly well defined. Women or woman was expected to be a mother and a wife, taking care of her husband's well-being and raising children. And man had to provide for his family. Today, the line between males and females rolls in becoming... About the male and the family now. I want to go back and I don't want to get lost here. Again, I'm talking about the male's role in the family. So it says today the line between male's and female's roles is becoming more blurred as women tend to be as ambitious in the business world as men so let me go back because i didn't want to mess that up and i want to make sure i was reading it right so today the line between male's and female's roles is becoming more blurred as women tend to be as ambitious in business as men. And then it says the role of a man in a family includes the following functions, okay? It says a protector, a leader, and a teacher. But even this can be handled by women today. That's what it says here. It says role of a man in a family included the following functions: a protector, a leader, a teacher. And then it goes on to say, but even this can be handled by women today. So who is a man today? A hunter and a protector or the nurturer who takes a maternity leave and maternity leave and lives with a bred womening wife? Let me read that part again. But even this can be handled by a woman today. So, who is a man today? A hunter, a protector, or a nurturer who takes a maternity leave and lives with a breadwinning wife? Wow. Our modern society gives men a chance to be much more connected with their families. And women are finally getting an opportunity to develop identities that are not defined solely by motherhood. Still, a lot of women prefer a man to play the role of a leader. So what a modern man should do for self-improvement to prove that, to prove, (laughs) to prove that he can be a leader not only in business in the business world, but in his family, they say these things should happen. Okay? And again, this is an article that I'm reading. Uh, These are not my words. This is an article that I'm reading. It says that a man should read more in order to be interesting. and uh, He should read more in order to be interesting to talk to. He should watch TV less. He should Start sports training. Create a healthy diet. Improve your relationship with your wife and family or girlfriend. Improve your working performance. Uh, Aim for promotion. Make a budget. Try improving your confidence. Know how to say no. Invest in your education, health, and appearance. Women of the 21st century are as strong and capable as men. Moreover, they tend to be economically independent and these basic recommendations will help to improve man's masculinity and enrich individuality. Now that's a lot. This is again an article that I came across. Uh it was sponsored by youwriters.net. It says the Good Men Project. Now, it spoke a little bit about what I was talking about as far as the traditional roles. and Nowadays, though, you have a lot of women who are CEOs. And you do have a lot of men who are staying home and are stay-at-home dads. And there have been times in my own life where I could speak and say yes. Because I'm an actor and I do have an up-and-down life. There has been some years where I have had to uh, be a stay at home dad and I don't feel any less than a man than I do when I have the so-called steady job. But a lot of men don't take too well to that, right? Because, again, sometimes when a man loses his job, sometimes he loses his mind. Uh, we can go into a whole lot of different things, but I don't want to make this podcast too long. You know, a lot of men on Monday morning actually commit suicide. If you research it, Monday morning, there are a lot of men in this country and around the world whom actually commit suicide because they're not happy with their work or they don't have work on because the work is so very important to them and it actually defines them. But within that, we have to know that as men, sometimes we're going to be up, sometimes we're going to be down. It doesn't mean that we're less than. It doesn't mean that we're less than because our help meet, our helper, our our help meet. (laughs) Again, if you want somebody to help you move something, they have to be just as strong or stronger than you. And in manhood, they're... There can't be a thought that because she is the female, she's still man, but she's the female, doesn't mean that she's weaker. She comes as the me. She comes well-equipped. And we have to understand that as men. But again, it's a humbling thing. And submission is a big thing in this marriage, right? I'm getting all over the place, right? I don't want to get all over the place. But submission is a big thing. And submission is not just on the woman's part but submission is on the man's part as well so getting back to some of this article it's amazing that they talk about the requirements in the 21st century and how things have changed it used to be so simple it used to be so simple but now you know it's changed but I do believe that for men it will be basics right now a man does want to feel like he is a protector a provider, a leader, and a teacher. I believe those things are fundamental to most men whom want to have successful households and want to have successful families. They want to model themselves after the creator, whomever their creator is, whomever they believe in. Um, And again, that is to be a protector, a provider, a leader, and a teacher. And you can do that whether you are CEO of a company or whether you're a janitor, right? These are traits that I think men have always had and continue to have even in the 21st century so I I agree with them there Um, also in this article they (laughs) they mentioned things self-improvement what things can men improve on Um, you know and a couple here I agree with you know um, we should be healthy we should have a healthy plan because we want our families to be healthy we want to live a nice long life Um, They say create a healthy diet. I agree with that. Make a budget. Yes, make a budget is very, very much needed for us in the 21st century. Um, It's saying know how to say no. I guess that means on certain opportunities, we should value our family time a a bit more than saying yes to every opportunity we get. Um, And they're saying that in the 21st century, the man should invest in his education, his health, and his appearance. I do agree with that as well. We should. So many things have just happened in the twenty first century. And also in this article they talk about pardon me, the female and how she can do so many things that are equal to what the man was traditionally doing. Now understand, I you can't help how you're born. You understand that? You cannot help how you are born. And yes, there are alpha males. And yes, there are alpha females. T.D. Jason, Dr. Miles Monroe always talk about creation. And talk about how. God made the man out of the dirt. But. When he went inside and formed the woman the help me formed her with that womb right that womb man it was like whoa man just saw her and he was just like whoa man woman with this oof yeah right don't get all in that but they talk about that and they talk about how she was his help me and most of the instruction that was given was given to the man because the woman wasn't around in creation so every command that was given the creator had given it to the man and the man was to relay that to the female you know that's in creation right and then when you talk about getting into being a husband and a father again first you know Before you can have a family You have to realize that you are a seed giver That's what you do So you have to protect that seed You have to Even in the 21st century As things are changing You still have got to protect your seeds So that they can grow up and be Beautiful and bear beautiful fruit Right? So all that said Being a man today In the 21st century So loaded It's so very complicated You don't want it to be You really don't want it to be You want it to be As simple As possible Lauren Hill Used to have this song She would say It was all so simple But You'd rather make it hard (laughs) She said Loving you was like a battle And we both end up with scars (laughs) kind of crazy anyway I know this turned out to be a very long podcast but I want the good men out there in the world to know that yes things have changed in the 21st century does not make you any less of a man um There's certain things that just do not solely define manhood. Okay. You have to know that you are a beautiful gift to the world, that you matter. Where would the family be without the male man? And part of the strategy that was set up was that the male man was the creator's strategy for what was to be here on earth and that is in creation not in evolution and there could be a big debate maybe the next podcast I'll talk about evolution and not creation but I wanted just to talk a little bit about this and and I can go on and on about it probably talk for a whole hour about manhood because it's interesting sometimes sometimes it makes me sad but I fight through it I do honestly speaking you know sometimes you know, as men, we, we have challenges and you have valley moments. You have times when you lose a job and in that you still have to be strong. You still have to be the provider for the family. You still have to be the nurturer in the family. You still have to be the protector in the family. You cannot just spew out any type of words to your family, right? I've learned the hard way. There were times in my life when... Even in my marriage where I've gotten a little frustrated. I'm not going to lie and say that I'm some perfect being because I'm not. Because I didn't necessarily have a perfect role model for that. And I'm not going to speak badly about my father on this podcast. I'm not. just going through some things, I guess. And, um, kind of was what it was. Uh but there's a consequence that comes with that because when you have seed, your seed is looking to you for guidance and when there's chaos or when things are just out of control and there's no specific guidance in certain areas, especially when it comes to fatherhood, then you have all this other stuff that goes on, right? And You got this mass incarceration you got fatherlessness all over this world and a lot of things happen when we don't understand what it really means to be a man and be a father and, and know our role and not leave because things just got bad, not leave because Sally's got a little bit more of this than Jane, right? Spreading our seed all over, all over, just spreading it like it's just the thing to do when it's not thing is men we've not been taught we've not truly been taught about what it truly means to be a man and again man and woman are both man it's just that we are the male form and they are the female form and they are not lesser than they are equal right and in a marriage in a union a man and a woman are both to give 100% in a marriage. Not 70-30, 20-40. It should not even be 50-50. It should be 100 and 100. Should be that. But you have to be ultra, ultra sensitive to so many things today. Even on this podcast, I have to be very, very particular about the words that I use because I'm try- not trying to offend anyone. I'm just trying to provoke thought. And I don't want men to feel as if they don't matter because I will tell you, men, you do matter. You are necessary. You are definitely necessary to the growth of your seeds. And you are the glue that holds the family together. And if no one told you that, I want to tell you that today. I want to tell you wherever you are, your mistakes do not define you. Someone's opinion of you does not define you. You are divinely made, just as the female form. You were placed here for a reason. You were given seed. You were given seed to release seed to then be planted on this earth. All of us here were planted here on this earth to be cultivated and molded into something to bear fruit. The fruit of our labor, right? The fruit. And the fruit are our children. They are. And they are very, very important. And fatherlessness could be a thing of the past if we men pass it on to other men on what it truly means to be a good man, a good father, a good husband, just a good man walking the earth. There is so much bad in the world that we've got to try to override that somehow by teaching each other what this thing is and not just run when things get tough. I could have ran so many times because I tell you every day is not a bowl of cherries. It's just not. I believe Dr. Mosmonroe said you either, no, it was Les Brown that said, you either going through something, coming through something, or on your way to something. But I've learned over the years that I've got to, as a man, keep my self-respect. First, I've got to love myself, know that the creator's given me something great and he's depending on me to be successful. And then with that, I've got to translate that into the family. And I've got to encourage, I cannot use words that are not uplifting. I've learned the hard way. So, men out there, if you've made a mistake, do not let that mistake define you. If you said something that was out of line or out of place, go back. You can rectify it. You can make it right again. I do agree within this article that we should read more. We should. We should read more about what the female's need is. And it changes from female to female. But if you can find one good woman, all you need is one good woman. You don't need 15. You don't need 20. You don't need 10 babies by 10 different baby mamas. You just need one because they're all coming equipped with many things that we just don't even know they're equipped with. The one thing I have learned over the years is that the female is definitely an incubator in every way, shape or form. Everything that you give to her, she gives back and she multiplies it and she takes care of it and she cultivates it. Right, man, you give your woman a seed. She gives you a baby, boy or girl. Right. Then, man, you bring home groceries. What does she do? She takes that groceries and she makes a meal. Then, man, you go out. Oh, my gosh, you buy this house. And what does woman do? She turns it into a home. She's an incubator. She is a, a facilitator. She is a helpmeet. Yes. So if you have a strong woman out there, hold on to her. I know it gets tough. I know it does. I know it gets tough, especially in the 21st century. But Think. Maybe go back a couple of podcasts if you think about it and go back to foundation and think of yourself as the foundation and not so much as the head as our fathers and grandfathers once told us that they wear the pants in the family. Well, guess what? Now the women wear the pants as well. They're making just as much money or more. Right. And this is why they can say, I don't need you. I want a divorce. I'm out of here. I can take care of myself and the kids. Right. Whereas back in the day, that was not the case. But now it is. So we've got to go with the flow. Things change. Situations change. So men and women, I hope that this podcast kind of helped you a little bit. And if I was all over the place, I do apologize. I was kind of just going off of instinct with this. And I hope that it kind of made sense. Again, this is a topic where you could probably talk for about an hour and a half about manhood what this thing is a 21st century man and even the 21st century woman but how can we get a healing a restoration in marriage so that our divorce rate is not as high as it is in this country what can we do to help one another what can we do to possibly build each other up in marriage so that we actually stay together and not add to the divorce rate What can we do to uplift each other? And truly and really think about the 100 and 100 and not the 50-50 or the 70-30 or the 60-20, but 100 and 100. And woman, even though you have evolved and you have come a long way as women, I applaud all of you do not wish or desire that any of you take any part in this word, this, I don't even know if I'm going to say it correctly, but I won't even say the word. I'll, I'll just say, if you can, uplift your man. If you can uplift your man in prayer, if you can uplift your man in meditation, if you can uplift him so that he can grab hold of vision again, if he's lost his way for a little while, if he's got knocked down off of his horse, if he has lost his job, don't give up on him. Pray for him, pray over him, meditate with him, maybe do yoga with him, take a long walk with him, encourage him to get back out in the game because he is important. And he is important to the future of your children. So pray protection around him. If he doesn't know how to pray, maybe teach him. If he doesn't know how to meditate, teach him. Please teach him. And if you happen to be married to someone that is incarcerated, help them where you can, when you can. When they come out, help in the rebuilding process, in the rehabilitation process of getting back into society and grabbing hold again of the goodness that they are because there's a little bit of good in everybody there's a little bit of bad right and sometimes we choose to always only focus on the bad but there is no man to do with good no not one we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory each and every one of us again I know this has been a very long podcast but this was on my spirit today somehow we've got to get back to caring about one another and loving one another and believing in manhood and womanhood and not saying one is better than the other, but that we are all equal. We are all spirit beings here on this earth. And when we leave this earth, our bodies stay, but our spirits and our souls depart this body. So let's try, myself included, to uplift one another. Let's be a little bit kinder to one another if we can. Let's pray a restoration, a revitalization, a revival time. of relationship of manhood, of fatherhood, of being a good companion. Knowing what this means and not always thinking the grass is greener on the other side. You are all important. You are all valuable. I don't know you, but I do know that you are special. And if you've been knocked down, it's okay. Just make sure when you get knocked down, you fall down on your back because Les Brown says if you can lit up, if you can look up, you can get up. If you can look up, you can get up. You're all beautiful, you're all special. Please pass this podcast on to a man, a young man that you may know, because he may not know some of the things that have changed in the 21st century and for the future to come. You are valuable, you are important, you are special. We need you. We need good men. people, I hope one or two words in this very, very long podcast has given you food for thought. If you choose to subscribe to this podcast, thank you so very much. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. If you choose to pass it on to someone, please do. I will talk to you a little later.